Hi, my name is Dan Ariely, and welcome to Arming the Donkeys, a weekly podcast about science. Every week, I will talk to one researcher about one project who'll have a chat about what they found and what it means for our lives. Dan's guest this week is Sam Gosling, professor of psychology at the University of Texas at Austin. And you have this uh, wonderful Texans accent, right? That's right. I have a speech impediment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so you, you keep on having this uh, British accent. Are you trying to resist strongly not to get the local Texan accents? I think, yeah. I mean, sort of the more isolated you are, the more I sort of identify as, a, as an English person. How about you? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, I think the same thing, but I think uh, English accents are, are unique in many ways. It makes you feel more intelligent and thoughtful and maybe yeah. even funny. You, you, it's yeah. working for you well? It's, uh, yeah, it's working all right. I, I need all the help I can get. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so uh, you're doing stuff on Facebook. What, what, what are you doing? That's right. Well, what we're trying to look at is whether the impressions of people based on Facebook profiles are accurate or not. Because you know, there's a sort of question about whether or not people are just using Facebook as a sort of vehicle for self-promotion, you know, uh, or is it really a, a good window into what people are like? So these are people who are friends already or people who are not friends and just look at the Facebook page? In the study we've done, we had people who knew nothing about them other than their Facebook page, and they were allowed to look through it and look through the photos, and um, we also did it simultaneously on the German version of Facebook, too. And, and could people look at what the friends wrote about them? They and look at the walls. Yeah. They look at the walls, uh, email? Um, no, they, they could just see what you could see looking at somebody's profile. So you could see how many friends, which groups they were members of, which music interests they had. Um, so they didn't get the inside view of the person. They just got the outside view of what you could actually do. That's right. They never got to interact with them. It was like a frozen window of, okay. on their Facebook profile. And, and you got permission to do that from the people who, whose profiles were... Yeah, we did. Viewed? Yeah, and actually it was quite good because it, what, what I like about it is that we only thought about it later. So it wasn't a group self-selected for a Facebook study. It was a, it was a, a group where we had a whole bunch of, we knew a lot about them already. And then, we, uh, and then I had an undergraduate student at the time who said, hey, I want to know what, about, about Facebook and whether these impressions are accurate. And we realized that given that 85% of students at the time had Facebook profiles, we could go back and get their Facebook profiles and correlate that with the information we already had about them. I see. So what information did you have about them already? We had a lot of personality data. So we had um, reports on what they said they were like and, importantly, what their friends said they were like too because, uh, you know, sometimes you're a better source about what you're like, sometimes your friends are, and so we combine those. For this. So, so things like what? How much do you drink? Do you do homework? Um, personality measures, the, the big five personality traits, extroversion, agreeableness, conscientiousness, neuroticism, and openness. Okay, so you had those, what people rated themselves, how their friend rated them, and then you went back and said, let's look at your Facebook, and you gave it to strangers, and yeah. they did what? They then rated what they, what they thought this person was like. But we also asked the self people, we asked them, um, what would you ideally like to be like? So we could see whether the impressions based on the Facebook profiles were, were more what they would ideally like to be like or what they were really like. And we also asked them, how do you think you are viewed on the basis of your Facebook profile to see if they have any knowledge about how they view. Okay, so you're saying, are people using Facebook in a way to create some kind of persona online, right. and are they able to convey the persona that they want to, or are they able to convey the persona that they really, they really have, yeah. and does it have any validity? And the people who rated it, rated it on the Big Five again, or mm -hmm. they rated it on other things? Yeah, they rated it on the Big Five. Exact, they used exactly the same instrument, except 
they were trying to guess. What okay, so somebody could say, I am medium in openness based on the responses. I really want to be high. Yeah. Now the question is, somebody who is going to look at my web, on my, my uh, Facebook page, what are they going to guess about my right. openness? And... And we found that people were remarkably accurate. There was very, very little evidence for people uh, promoting themselves for their ideal self. Now, they may have been trying wait, and wait. failing. Oh, so you, you, but do they, did they, oh, you don't know if they tried. You just knew what their ideal self is. Yeah. So, but, okay. so, so the ratings did not really correspond at all with how people wanted to be. They corresponded to how they really saw themselves and how their friends saw them. And, and were they more correct, were they more connected to what the person thought of themselves or what their friends thought of themselves? I don't remember. <laughs> and are there any attributes that behave differently from the big five? Any traits that were different from the other ones? Um, so, those act, so the most accuracy was for um, uh, extroversion and openness. Um, and then there wasn't accuracy for the trait of neuroticism. Okay. And why, why do you think openness? What's, why is that a, a good Facebook attribute? And there's a lot of evidence there for diversity of interest, which seems to be the real key. And, you know, in our other research on music and books and all those things, it's diversity that's really the big signal. So if they have a diverse music interest, if you see they've been out doing to some yeah. exotic avant-garde theater rather than going to the nut, nutcracker again. Uh-huh. So, but, but the good news is people both do it and other people read into it what their openness is. Yeah. Now, now, doing that, have you changed? Do you have a Facebook page? I do. And have you changed anything on your Facebook page to try and portray something different? I haven't because I've kind of, you know, I've just kind of, in the end, sort of shrugged my shoulders and have to sort of reconcile myself because I know that I, even if I knew what it took, it would be hard. It's not so easy to change. So like, I, I could pretend, I could say, you know, I, if, I, if I'm an introvert and I, really, and I may know that, okay, extroverts have many more friends, which in, fa- in fact they do. Yeah. If, if you're really an introvert, it's not a simple matter to just suddenly acquire 200 friends. If I want to bec- become, become a sensation-seeking person, I could, I want to be seen sensation-seeking. So I say, I know, I need to have photos of me jumping out of planes and swimming with the sharks. But that involves that I actually have to jump out of plane. Or, or, or Photoshop. I'll be very good at Photoshop, <laughs> yeah. yes. Um, do you think there's a chance that companies are going to try and basically infer big five um, personality traits from looking at people's Facebooks? I think there is, and it would probably be quite good for them to do that. I mean, it's a pretty accurate way of learning that, about it. Of course, the, with the uh, uh, privacy controls, it's making it harder for people to do that. So people now can control it better. Yeah, but very few people are controlling it. So companies right. have, a, have a chance to do it. Yeah. Very good. Thank you very much. Yeah, not at all. Thank you. This has been Arming the Donkeys, a weekly podcast with Duke University behavioral economist Dan Ariely. Dan's latest book is The Upside of Irrationality. Learn more at predictablyirrational.com.